Warning, this episode contains explicit content. Please proceed with caution. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Sex Talk. I am your host, Romeo. Tantra is an ancient Indian practice that dates back more than 5,000 years. In Sanskrit, the word tantra means woven together. People who practice Buddhism and Hindu, and Hindu meditation may also practice tantric sex as a way to weave the physical with the spiritual. This practice brings together spirituality and sexuality and emphasizes the importance of intimacy during a sexual experience. However, Tantra isn't just about sexual pleasure. It's more about celebrating your body and feeling heightened sensuality. The practice intertwines spirituality, sexuality, and the state of mindfulness. It encourages a sensual experience that may be experienced alone or with a partner. The goal of tantric sex is to achieve spiritual or energetic contact during a sensual experience. This practice is slow, and the aim is not always to achieve orgasm. Instead, it's about feeling a connection either to your partner or to yourself that's both intense and enlightened. It includes breathing, sound, and movement to activate sexual energy. On this week's week's episode, we will discuss the basics to tantric sex. He is a tantra coach that helps clients overcome low sexual self-esteem through the practice of tantric sexuality, a practice that aims to open the body's energy channels while exploring different forms of pleasure. Vajra Fatih, welcome to the show. Hey, Romeo, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. So, so right before we get started, can you please um, tell us about yourself and what led you to become a Tantra coach? Well, uh, I studied theology and I was very much drawn into Eastern philosophies. And I found myself in Japan when I was studying Japanese and trying to make a master's degree, which is very difficult in social sciences because you have to learn the Japanese language, I found myself in a spiritual awakening. Like it was like like a mystical experience coming one after another for a very long time. That led me into the spiritual path. But all this time when I was in my 20s, before and after this experience, actually, I had a major uh, problematic area, which was sexuality. I was a one-minute guy, you know, ejaculating very quickly, like even if I want to really rise up a lot with my lovers, I was failing, you know, like, like I was spiritual, I was romantic, I was carrying my partners, but if sex is not good enough. If it's not long enough, then, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. And that's kind of led me to search for this, um, for kind of a resolution for that. And Taoism was a little bit helpful, but the problem was I was getting it from the books. So that wasn't enough somehow. And in 2007, 
some really amazing coincidences started happening. I found myself in the tantric path. And that started actually in Israel. Um, nice. I had this really interesting story how it all started. So go ahead, tell me the story. What was the story? You, yeah, I, I just want to make sure you're interested in it. Yeah, you know? no, of course. So, uh, yeah. So it was a, like, a, again, spiritual gathering in Jerusalem. Like it was called Jerusalem Hug. And many people were gathered together to make a huge, uh, like a human chain around the old city. But there was not, not enough people anyway. But there were a lot of people still. And we were making circles, small circles around the walls of the old city, right? And in, in my circle, um, like there was like 20 people. And there was this girl right opposite of me. And we've been having eye contact all this time that we were doing this, like, oming, chanting, you know, and we were, like, trying to find each other with our voices, and our voices were getting connected. And then uh, it was over, and we just immediately walked to each other. We hugged. We didn't even say a word. And then we become, like, very quickly lovers. And she was a very interesting woman. And uh, she was like, Oh, I want to initiate you into Tantra. And I'm like, what is Tantra? She's like, come with me. Where? To the Dead Sea. Okay, how do, how do we do that? And then, like, uh, it was an adventurous night with hitchhiking. We went to the Dead Sea. Wow. And then we put our tents on. It was like almost 5 a.m. The sun was rising. And she did the most amazing thing to me. Like, it was like a unique experience that I would never forget. It was like like magical like what's going on like okay we like each other we love each other but what are you doing to me you know like and she she opened up this tantric space uh while exploring sexuality you know like it was like very different from everything that i experienced before i'm like all right <laughs> you know like this is interesting but the point was i need to go back i needed to fly back on the same day so I had my flights back. I had my things to do back in Istanbul. So I said goodbye to her. I went back to Tel Aviv and in the airport, I opened my laptop and there was this email from a um, Osho center from Istanbul, which was about a tantric master visiting the city. And it was about like um, authentic tantra, you know, like, and on the same evening that in the morning, I got this tantric initiation in Desi. On the same day, the evening, I was sitting in front of this tantric master who came from Thailand. He's a Romanian guy, you know, like, and that weekend I took this workshop and it changed my life, you know, because he really knew how to teach tantra to men, you know, and it made a huge difference in my life. And she also knew about it. And then I came back to Israel. I we met some, we spent some time together. It's another story, but the, the miraculous part was like in the morning, I have my goddess that is initiating me into Tantra, you know, like just letting me have an experience of it, like a taste of it. And in the evening, a male Tantra master in another country, in another city, is talking to me about it. So that was like a, like a very interesting coincidence. And I ended up um, studying with this master for five more years in Thailand. I moved to Thailand and I become... It's, he's also a yoga teacher. His right. school is also yoga and tantra together. Right. And I become a yoga teacher there. 
And then, so there are other uh, chapters of this story, but this is like the introduction. Thank you for I that. No, thank you. All right, Fatih. Well, right. So did you start, did, when did you start coaching? Um... Well, I started coaching men, especially men, uh, about um, two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. um, this, what I just told you was 15 years ago. So wow. this was my entry point to Tantra. And I stayed in the yogic tantra style, like a traditional tantra school for five years. Wow. And then I left. Yes. I, um, like there are a lot of reasons. Like I was drawn more into different types of tantra, which I found like other schools and teachers. And I think it helped me to uh, have a more integral approach to tantra. <laughs> and I also had a coaching background you know like even before i met my tantra master i was coaching i was doing nlp coaching so i brought together all these um paths together because i see over and over that a lot of people like especially in today's online world there's a lot of teachings right a lot of books and video courses but people have difficulty to follow up and they need an accountability partner that's why I said, I'm not going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a coach because it's easy to reach the material, right. but it's more difficult to follow up and actually build up. And I also believe every individual is unique. Mm -hmm. And in our coaching journey with my clients, like the first month almost is like exploration and getting to know each other. Like they get to know how I work. And I get to know what are their strengths, their weaknesses, what they really need, what works for them, what doesn't work for them. Because I have a huge toolbox. Uh, I can support them with breath work, yogic techniques, kundalini yoga, Taoist techniques, modern biohacking methodologies, supplements, sleep optimization, uh, mindsets. Even I sometimes find myself coaching my clients into career into their career because most of the time like it's more about gender roles mm -hmm. and some of them seem to be a little bit confused about their identity about their mainland identity and we work a lot with that actually that's also my um passion for more than a decade now just to do men's work you know right that's interesting that you that you work specifically with men, and I think uh, you've you've told me before. But before before we get it deeper into the conversation, can you just explain for our audience and for our listeners what is tantra sex and what is tantric sex and tantra? What is what does that mean when we talk about that? Because um, before we get into the subject, how you started helping men, I feel like it's very important to understand that to kind of have a overall understanding, so then it, everything connects and sure. we'll see how you help men. Yeah. Well, um, Tantra is a spiritual path uh, based in India and Tantra. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, in India and Tibet. And um, when we look at the traditional spiritualities, most of the time they are um, rejecting the reality, so to say. Like the body is not good, sex is not good. You know, you need to avoid these things to reach nirvana or reach enlightenment, right? Right. But Tantra is a different approach, which is, which says, I embrace all what you call illusion. And I use this illusion, like my body, like the sexual energy, to find the truth, to reach the enlightenment. 
So this makes Tantra very unique and different from most of the other spiritual paths, uh, most of the other spiritual traditions. And that's why it has been known as um, a path of sexuality. Like, but it's not just about sexuality, right. right? Tantra uses sexuality as a spiritual tool. So tantric sex today is very, very uh, popular. It's getting very common. Right. Uh, because of this, because it's very interesting, right? right because well, who doesn't want to get enlightened having sex? Well, I think nowadays, you know, uh, tantra sex is a lot of it has to do, or tantric. Hopefully, I'm saying this correctly. Um, it, it's it's very it's yeah. about mindfulness, and I think right now, post COVID, what we're seeing now, there's this huge, huge, um, uh, as far as like human sexual wellness and whatnot, everybody wants to be mindful. And this is such an amazing mm -hmm. way to practice mindfulness. Because for me, when I think of Tantra coaching and whatnot, is teaching someone how to be mindful and really be present, right? And in 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 that state of in that state that you're in, and, and how to incorporate the different things in order to feel that wholesome feeling, right? That connection that 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 people seek most of the time. Now, before, so how does this help men? How does how does what you do? How does this? What's the connection here? What you're off? How you help men through the means of tantra coaching? Help me. What what what's going on there? How did that happen? You told us a little bit of the story, but I kind of want to see yeah. like because it's so. It's I think it's very amazing um, from what you told me uh, for an, the the interview that we had. I thought that this is brilliant. It's, it's so much needed, especially, you know, men don't talk about their sexual problems specifically, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, do you want to get a pragmatic answer or a little bit more theoretical answer? I think what give you can answer that. That's up to you, the way you want to answer it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, I mean, Tantra is the cult of the feminine. That's actually a title of a book that is very famous as, in terms of Tantra, like describing what Tantra is, which means that for women, it's much easier to tap into Tantric wisdom. They're, it's easier for women to get in touch with their body, get in touch with the energy. Like even in Tantra, we say uh, Shiva and Shakti. Shiva is the male archetype, which uh, represents consciousness, and Shakti is the female archetype, which represents energy. So um, females or feminine uh, identified people are it, it's easier for them to connect with their bodies for men it's more difficult so it's more difficult to understand what tantra is about and therefore they have a lot of problems with their sexuality because they are not connected i mean we men we are usually it's very difficult for us to get really in tune with our bodies right we are overthinking creatures you know like we are just a head living on top of our shoulders you know like looking at everything from the mental perspective so um, and to be a good lover, to be really good in sex, in relationship, it requires the otherwise. It requires us to somehow connect with our body and really understand what's going on down there. You know, like our, what what's the purpose of our pelvic muscles? You know, like how does ejaculation occur? What's the function of prostate? And how I can really pragmatically use them to circulate the energy, have an expanded um, awareness of what sexuality is about and hold space for my partner. Because for women, it's very, it's like an ocean. You know, sexuality is very large. It, it's many different 
experiences can happen. But right. for men, it's very narrow, it's very strict and shallow, um, like in a default state. So how can we expand that understanding? How can we come to the same terms uh, with our female partners? Right. And then I think that's very vital or for a few people who have that feminine energy, right? Like uh, women in general, I mean, their their level of orgasm is... <laughs> It's very, very uh, yeah. up and down. You know, it's it's it. You know, obviously, it once you reach the climatic point, then that's that you know you got. But it's so it's like a wavelength. I feel like it's like a wave. Men is it's very short. And how do you really keep up to, with women? You know, that is the key. And I can yeah. see as far as like in men's health and wellness, the the need for it because um, if you're if we're living in an age where we're people are want to practice mindfulness, is how do you kind of match that energy level? And I can see how this can help men, mm -hmm. but it's particularly, I mean, I think you mentioned it, like people who suffer for pre-ejaculation or, or people who can't just keep that stamina, this, this, this plugs in. What do you normally, what are the, the things that, what's the approach here for men? So now that you've introduced this, what's the mm -hmm. approach that, that go, how do we move yeah. forward once with this, uh, with the coaching? Well, you mentioned something very <clears throat> crit critical, actually. Um, the, the way we orgasm is different, right? right. <clears throat> um, but I, I describe, okay, there are two main different types of orgasm. There are all, a lot of different types of orgasm, right. but mainly I think there is a masculine orgasm and a feminine orgasm. A masculine orgasm is where the pleasure rises up, rises up, and then it peaks to a point. It passes what we call point of no return. Right. And there is an extremely high peak point of pleasure, and then it goes all the way down to almost zero pleasure. That's what a typical man experience right. in sex. Um, some women can experience this too. I mean, a man can experience a feminine orgasm. A woman can experience the masculine orgasm. I didn't tell what a feminine orgasm is yet, but it's something uh, you already mentioned. Like it's like waves. Right. The Taoist masters, they call it um, valley orgasm. So the pleasure goes up and down a little bit and then goes up a little bit and then right. down a little bit instead of going this extreme high pleasure and then going down all the way to zero. So it's a more extended lovemaking. Like this can take hours of lovemaking, hours of pleasure. And I experienced some women can experience hours of orgasm. You know, like they just go into this orgasmic state and they don't stop orgasm for 40, 45 minutes or even wow. longer, you know? <clears throat> wow. So as men, we can also learn how to have a feminine orgasm. So instead of like, you know, going through this peak and just going down all the way to zero, we can keep going with our shaktis, with our feminine partners. So it can be like, it's like a dance of orgasms, you know, like my orgasm is triggering hers, hers is a triggering mine, but it's in the feminine orgasm typology you know like of course sometimes you can just peak we can decide to peak and just give a like a take a five ten minutes break or even longer but the goal in tantra for men is to learn how to have a feminine orgasm and that requires somehow to connect with our body right. connect with our feminine parts so like i think that's why um, gay people can learn tantra very easily because they are very connected with their femininity, you know, the inner feminine. Right. So for a man, it requires to connect with inner feminine as well and not necessarily being identified as gay. They can be really very 
still, if they choose to be very uh, masculine, heterosexual guys, but it requires to like not ignore at least what's going on in the body. Right. It's and that opens a whole world. I can only imagine. I mean, it's, it's re- really how I see it and how I understand it. It's like you're recalibrating your, the way you experience uh, sex or the, it's just being more mindful, recalibrating. So you actually become such a better person in your present, whether it's with yourself or with a partner, it's just really focusing how to be, have that, that level of understanding that it doesn't have to just be like from point A to point B, you could be like, Hey, point A, you start point A and then you start, you stop at point B and then there's C and you know, it's, it's literally, it's like a musical note, right? Like you take a musical, musical sheet and you see all the different notes that you can hit. And it's not just going from the beginning down to the, to the, to the last, the the first note to the last note. Um, I do want to ask a question that's, I feel like, uh, you probably under- see this a lot. Um, what are some common common like myths about uh, tantric sex that you see that people have a misconception about? I'm thinking. <laughs> no, no problem. Take your time. Well, um, common myths. <clears throat> well. I don't really have so much of a perspective of an outsider to Tantra, uh-huh. frankly. So I don't know what they're believing in, but um, maybe some men might be scared from it, like for the reasons I just talked about. Like it feels for them like they're going to lose their masculinity. Right. They, they're going to feel like it's it's not, uh, you know, they, they identify themselves in certain ways, how a male brain or identity functions, you know, like, and they're kind of scared to lose it, you know, like, hey, what will happen if I lose my ejaculation? You know, like, what will happen if I don't come? You know, like, right. you're talking about orgasm without ejaculation. It's not possible, you know, like, um, I don't want to lose my orgasm. I want to keep having my orgasm. I don't want, I want to keep having my ejaculation, right? This is the point, you know, because in Tantra, we learn at least to regulate the frequency of ejaculation. And some men are very much attached to your ejaculation you know they are like oh this sperm has to just go out so i feel relaxed i feel complete my balls are empty i'm relaxed you know and actually interestingly enough a lot of women also have this kind of um, conditioning like i have this i heard it from my clients i experienced it myself i have sex with a woman and i'm like i don't ejaculate you know like and she's like what's wrong like I can't satisfy you. You know, why don't you get right, right, you know, like, right. The typical. I'm practicing tantra. <laughs> right. I don't need to do that. I'm happy, you know. Like, and sometimes it's like <clears throat> taking a lot of time to convince that it's okay, you know, like because they're brainwashed with porn, you know, like porn industry is like education all the time. Look, edu- face comes and mouth comes right. and come there, come here, you know, like we don't have to do that. We can enjoy it much more without education or at least. Ejaculation, ejaculating less often. Yeah, well, I just want to comment something on porn. If you're getting your education from from porn, you're it's a terrible, terrible thing. That if your your education should not come from porn, nor should you have these expectations that is portrayed in porn because it's not really real. Now, is it fair? I want to say something. Is it fair to say? Or I mean, I feel like one of the misconceptions about uh, tantra is that 
do you always have to have a partner or is this something that you can practice alone? I mean, these are things, or does you have to have a couple or do you have to have intercourse? Like, are these type of things? Excellent question. <clears throat> yeah, great question. I love this question because the answer is no. Oh, nice. Do explain. Yeah, like, yeah, you can be single. It's totally fine. I mean, um, if you're single, especially a single male, like, it's great time for preparation. Look, you know, you can understand uh, how your pleasure curve works. Do what I call a solo practice, which is aka tantric masturbation, you know, and understand your where is your point of no return. How can you have a grasp of it? How can you have a control of it? Mentally and physically. There are a lot of techniques that you can practice. There are even devices or masturbators that help you to uh, understand your peak and control your ejaculation. So, because with a partner, it's more difficult to practice Tantra if you are a beginner. Because you are two people and she has a lot of energy. You're having a lot of pleasure and, and she's moving her body. You can't control everything. You know, it's hard for you to understand and learn. But if you're single, you have tons of time to practice. And so when a woman comes in your life, you already can get much better with tantric sexuality. Of course, if you're a couple, you don't have to break up, you know, like you right. can still go into tantra, have awareness. In those situations, I advise the men to do at least once a week do a solo practice. You know, like maybe they are like, oh, I don't want to have a masturbation. I already have my beautiful wife or partner. But okay, if you want to learn Tantra and if it's difficult for you to learn it with her, you have to spare some time once a week just to practice. Right. It's like so it's meditation. Cases, it works. It's like meditation. I, I didn't mean to cut you off right there, but it's like meditation. You Look, I like your advice because... If you're going to be practicing something that you need to master, let's just say, or be very good at it, you got to learn how to do it by yourself first. And if, if you have a partner and you're doing it, you're trying to do it, there's too much energy floating around. You have two individuals, you know, you're excited, you want to do this, you want to do that. It can, it can become, for better lack of word, like a slippery slope when the point, what I mean by that is that the energies are so high, you're so excited. It's like, you're not, you're not doing it exactly because there's these uh, expectations, I guess, in place, which is, you know, to experience. Yes, the, the also, sexual... also. Yeah. So like, go ahead. Go ahead. No. So my, my next, my, my thing, one of the things I wanted to say is um, with that being said, so, um, okay. So here's another a question. I have a question. So you, you, you mentioned that you do, you're obviously you're a coach, but are there different types of Tantra and also, which one do you practice, mm -hmm. and which one's the one that you offer to uh, to men? You know, the co part of the coaching. What which one is the one that mm -hmm. is the one that you're practicing, and the one that let's say what's out there right now? Because <clears throat> it's very popular. Uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes to coaching, I really um, pay a lot of attention to who the individual is okay. and what he wants to get, where he wants to get, and you know, some. People are very spiritual. They already have a training before. Some people have no clue where to start from. You know, it depends. Okay. Um, and it evolves during this evolutionary, like a coaching package program, you know, because they might start like this and then they can, some people learn very quickly. Some people open up their mind very quickly. Some people don't, you know, but there is a solution for everyone. I really like coaching because of this aspect that it's individualistic and I can help every individual in their own unique way. 
But when it comes to different types of Tantra, there is, first of all, like traditional Tantra, like that's based in India and Tibet. And mostly this is a Tantra um, that is technically oriented, I would almost say, okay. because it's mostly about becoming aware of your energy and the chakras and opening up the energy channels so how you can circulate the energy and how you can start having uh, spiritual experiences. But it's not necessarily limited with spiritual experiences because we have this chakra system, right? You know, like uh, we have the crown chakra on the top of the head, which is for meditation, uh, basically reaching God, you know, enlightenment and all that spiritual aspects. The third eye chakra is more about, I mean, pragmatically, it's helping you to focus more, to think better, more clearly, you know, like um, follow up on your plans and projects. Some people have troubles with that. Um, the heart chakra is about opening up and relating with other people, opening up to mystical love as well. Mm -hmm. And there's this what we call belly chakra, which is just below the belly button. And that gives us this courage, this willpower, the heroism and similar qualities like a fire qualities. So as a man, if you don't waste your sexual energy or if you regulate it, and if you sublime the energy to these higher chakras, whichever one doesn't really matter in the beginning, but then you start getting benefits from these type of chakras. You know, you want to have more drive for your business. You're an entrepreneur. If you have more drive, you want to have more clarity of your mind. You want to have more inspiration and creativity. Whatever you want to achieve in your life, with the traditional tantric path, you can have uh, you can manipulate your energies like positively, and then have all these um, potentials awakened. Then what we have, what we call a Neo-Tantra. And Neo-Tantra is more about relationships mostly. And I would say social sciences. Like I always say this, use this metaphor that the traditional Tantra is like national, natural sciences, like physics, biology, chemistry. It explains everything technically like an engineer. But the Neo-Tantra is like a social scientist. Like, oh, everything is related with your relationship with your parents, your psychology, Sociology, you know, like what you're, how you are brainwashed and conditioned from society and your philosophy about life. Um, and that is more relevant in today's world because we are in this really complicated relationship uh, opportunities. Right, right. In the traditional way, the relationships were much more simple. You know, like people were mostly married. Of course, the tantrics were... A little bit rogue and they were doing all kind of different crazy experiments uh, but the traditional tantra for example there's no space for gay sexuality you know like i never witnessed it um there's a little bit mentioning of lesbian relationships but it's very traditional in that sense i'm not saying it's not useful it's very i would say it's the fundamentals of tantra the traditional tantra but neo tantra helps a lot for people who are having um psychological issues, relationship issues, you know, not just on the sexual level, um, but also in the heart level, in the, you know, like connection level. So I embrace both of them in my personal life. I right. think we need a synthesis of Tantra, right. Absolutely. which involves mm -hmm. like the traditional Tantra and the Neo-Tantra. When it comes to my clients, Again, like depending on their needs, right? Like uh, I'm guiding them into that. I think that's very important that you 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 actually really really try to. It's very manicured to your clients' needs because 
there's there there are uh, tantra coaches out there that they will only specifically work with specific people at a specific level, or they like to working with this. Mm-hmm. I think it's very very good that your approach is where what are your needs? Where do we start? Do you have this experience? Do you have? If we don't, okay, mm-hmm. let's start. Let's let's move forward. It's very versatile, and it's. I like that you actually really want to. You specifically sit down with the customer, the customer, the, your, your your client or, or the person you're working with, and 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 then go from there. Now, let's just say hypothetically, I'm a person that I don't know anything, or I'm just starting. How does one begin to explore uh, tantric sex, like or or the, the 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 whole thing in general? How do you how do I go about it if I'm just beginning and I'm just a, a person listening to this show and I'm like interested? Help us here. <clears throat> Well, it starts with uh, identifying your needs, identifying what you want to achieve in your life, you know? And this could include sexuality. This could this doesn't have to include sexuality. Some men can have no problem, uh, like, extending their... Like, they don't have premature ejaculation. They don't have erectile dysfunction. They have a beautiful wife, beautiful partner. But they want to get more healthy. They want to... Um, be more productive, you know? And then Tantra can help with what I call sperm economy, recycling some of this vital sexual energy instead of wasting it a lot. You will have more resources within your body and your energy system that you can utilize. Um, you want to lift more heavier weights, for example. You, you can you can be stronger in gym. You can be uh, more hardworking in your office. You can be a better lover or your partner. Uh, so again, it depends on the needs of the person. On the person, right? Uh, I, have, I have an inter- another question too that I I, I think <laughs> I, I actually wanted to ask you. How does uh, tantric sex work in a relationship? How does that work? Well, I mean, like today, it's very common to have uh, to 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 perceive to observe that there is this um, mismatch of sexual. Um, Energies. like the time to reach the time to reach orgasm for a woman and a man right like right um, females in average they need 20 to 40 minutes of intercourse but for men like uh if it's uh more than five in five minutes it's considered normal like interestingly enough you know like if they are pe- men are identified having premature ejaculation if only they are ejaculating less than five minutes so tantra is trying to bridge this gap right so I think that's the most juicy part, more most interesting part, because then it's gonna be a very fulfilling experience for both parties involved. Um, I'm not sure if I'm digressing from your question. What no, was it about? No, no, it, it was about how does tantra, uh, tantric sex work uh, in a relationship, and you you hmm. you've answered it. Now I do have a question yeah. that I, I do want to know is. Who are the people that are seeking Tantra coaching? Is it singles? Is it married people? What does a demographic look like? Especially nowadays, if we're if I'm talking about them, more people are more are want are it's all about mindful sex now. <clears throat> well, like I'm working only with men. Okay. Um only like some rare occasions, you know, like I take a session with their partner, like if he really demands it and she really feels like doing it. Just the one or two sessions, but the overall sessions are mostly done one-on-one with men. And, and so therefore, mostly singles are coming to me, single men. And what's the and age? most of the time, 
um, it's like I have an 18-year-old client. Like last year, I was having a 65-years-old client. Like it doesn't wow. really matter. But it's mostly around 30, 40 years old range. And most of these men are having actual problems to uh, have a relationship. You know, like it's like, and believe it or not, the main issue is self-confidence. Right. I mean, it's not just that bad sexual performance banks their sexual uh, self-confidence, <clears throat> but also like the society's kind of, uh, today in today's world, ignoring male assets, like these whole concepts of like toxic masculinity right. and Me Too movement, right. you know, like, so men don't feel comfortable in their, under their skin. So one of the first and major things that we work on is, you know, just accept your masculinity. You are like that and don't be ashamed because of it. You just need to awaken the monster within you, like this beast, and have it under control. You know, don't go just, you know, like being a sexual pervert or right, something. Right, right, right. Have it under control. Have your philosophy, have your mind strong, but don't suppress your sexuality. A lot of guys, they, they do suppress their sexual energy a lot. And Well, we've been conditioned to it, you know. that's why they can't have a partner. Well, yeah, we've been, been conditioned. We've been conditioned to believe that this is exactly how we're supposed to behave. This is what we need to do in bed. It's not like that. It's 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 amazing if you can really really tap into your potent your for your potential your your sexual energy potential but really find that balance within because it just at the end of the day sexual wellness is so important and if you can find that balance and recalibrate yourself to become a better lover or person because I believe that you know I I I say this that sex is a different level of fitness but really if you can learn how to be healthy in multiple avenues specifically in, in that type of wellness sexual wellness is amazing and it's it's definitely yeah. something positive and i think what you're doing is t tremendously amazing that you're helping so many men and i think no one should shy away from that even if you don't know just to try it and let it see where it takes you because at the end of the day we will learn about ourselves i think as as men also too like there is this thing right that we're not supposed to talk about our problems we're supposed to figure it out <clears throat> And if like you talk, especially sexual yep. problems, it's like, oh my gosh, well, how old are you? What kind of, you know, it's, it's like there is this stigma, but we're not living in those ages anymore. There's so much stuff. Yeah. We're moving forward and we want to be really at one with us and really have that balance. And I think it's amazing. I do want to know, and I think our audience wants to know is if people want to get in contact uh, for, let's say they want to reach out to you uh, for Tantra coaching, how can they get a hold of you? So they can just write down Tantra with Vajra. Vajra is my Sanskrit name. Um, Tantra with Vajra, V-A-J-R-A. And on both YouTube and Instagram, they can find me with this name. All right. Well, listen, Faji, thank you so uh, th thank you so much. You've been amazing. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. For, uh, I am your host, Romeo. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to reach us out at whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. That's whiskeysextalk at iCloud.com. Till next time. <laughs>